Howdy, everybody. I'm Cisco Naira with Humidity Podcast, the sister of Humidity, Houston's bike courier zine. This was a bike messenger zine that started back in 1998. It ran month to month for tres años. It was about the bike messenger lifestyle and culture. Now we're bringing it to you in audio. We are continuing the conversation a decade and a half later with a new perspective from H-Town to the world. We'll be talking to ex-bike messengers, current bike messengers, and friends of bike messengers. So sit back, take a ride, and enjoy the show. What up, everybody, and welcome to the Humidity Podcast. Uh, This is episode number 42, coming to you from Austin, Texas. Actually, guys, I'll be in Austin the whole week. I'm going to try to get as many uh, old-school bike messengers uh, from, from Houston, uh, bike messengers who live here to Austin, bike messengers who still live here. That's what I'm here for, just to catch, you know, uh, catch the rap and see what's up. But today, uh, we have a past Houston bike messenger um, who actually, from what I remember, uh, when I started in '96, he had been there before me, and you know, I, I kind of. Had had conversations, I remember, with you, and uh, not so much because you left. But, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, welcome. Uh, JJ is his alias, but his real name is Jonathan Joseph. Welcome. What's up, dude? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Yes, definitely. uh, JJ in the house, old school courier. So, all right, JJ, like I was saying, well, I set it up. Um, dude, I didn't, like, see you for a long time, like, after you stopped working as a messenger. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? I mean, so, we go through that stage where we do messaging for many years, and then we, some of us move on, some of us stay with it. Yeah, so if you could take it back just a little bit, do you remember when you first started in downtown, and uh, who'd you work for I actually got a break with Package Express, or we call it Package Depress. <laughs> I remember meeting Scammer and uh, Waffens and a few others when we were there. Uh, it was 92, I believe. Damn, you started then, dude? Yeah, I was fresh out of the military, and I needed to find something that kept my knee and my my right leg in motion. Why? What had happened? I had knee surgery when I was in the military, Mm -hmm. and so after the military, I moved to uh, the Heights area and started hanging out with some homies that were bike messengers, and they said, hey, you could probably get into this and do it. And because of my knee surgery, I needed to keep that movement on my knee, and it was a good exercise. And it was, I was two minutes from downtown. I had the house in Sage, I had the Sage House. So, oh, yeah, okay. You guys remember the yeah, Sage House yeah, and all the multiple yeah, parties yeah, I've yeah, had there? Yes, yes, of course. That, that's what I remember the most about it. Like, you used to throw these parties there. At yes, the house. we would throw these enormous parties and have our neighbors involved, and I would meet with all my friends from the clubs, all the bands and the bars, and I would get people to do certain things and say, hey, look, I'm gonna have a party. I buy the beer, you cook the food. And I would tell someone else, hey, I get someone else to get the food, I need you to bring cups. And I get someone else to do cups. It would and be I'm a like, community, hey, community thing. thing. Yeah. And next thing you know, I say, hey, invite 10 of your friends, yeah. and I'll get five kegs, and I'll have somebody cook, and I'll get a band to play. Dude. And of course, my dumbass would get a noise permit 
All that what? did was just let the was cops this know like to day, come at 10 daytime? o'clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, daytime noise. Damn. Yeah. So you get annoyed done, for a I, I, actually, I remember, like, someone telling me, like, yeah, JJ has these crazy parties at his house. But like I said, I was in downtown maybe for, like, a year. Okay. And then... You left. Like, I, when I met you, you were there. Right, yeah. Left. I was just on my way getting out. I was getting my welding certificate and going into pipe fitting, yeah, so structural welding back in 97, 98. Yeah, okay. So, and you then, like, actually were down six there. months later, I moved yeah. to Austin. Right, yeah, I, I was a bike messenger from 92 to 97. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I started in 96, and, yeah, yeah. you left at 97. Yeah. Me, so, and, me and Carl lived together, and we're both bike messengers. Yeah. Yeah. Downtown, and we had the Sage House, and that was the closest house to downtown, other than the Evil Twins. Oh yeah, and, that's right. When they, they and we would always throw the parties there. So, hey, so take it back. Like, what branch did you serve in? I was in the Air Force. No shit. Yeah, dude. served during the Gulf War. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Hats up goes off to you, dude. So never saw any time, never saw any action there. Going through training and other what stuff. What happened though? You got a dishonorable discharge? No, I got knee? totally honorable. I got uh, my knee oh, got I mean, messed yeah, up. An honorable discharge. Yeah, I got I'm an honorable sorry, discharge. My uh, when I messed up my knee going through training, they did knee surgery and messed up on the surgery. They had to break my knee and do it again and redo what? the surgery. And then six months later, they opted me out of the military with full benefits and on oh, discharge cool. and said, just, we're done. Does that last a certain amount of time or? No, or it's forever? I have disability until the day I die. <laughs> Dude, well, the, you know, uh, that's, that's, some, that's another topic. Totally another topic story. Totally another topic. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I didn't know yeah. this about you, so yeah. I wanted. Well, I, I mean, I didn't really like, tell too many people when I was a bike messenger that I was ex-military, you know. Yeah, I didn't know that so, until just right now. Yeah. I kind of, I so, think you might have hinted you because of the knee surgery and all this stuff in back in the day. I needed to get that exercise and just wanted to keep my knee moving and exercise. And we were, believe me, God, back there, we were doing 10, 15 miles a day. And yeah. then we'd go race on the weekend. Yes. And we'd go out drinking with our yes. bikes because we didn't have cars because you couldn't get a DUI on a bike. <laughs> I've gotten a PI before on my bike. <laughs> Uh, walking to my bike. But we'd go hit up all the bars on the bikes. You know, there's even times I'd meet girls out on dates and be like, hey, look, you drive, I'll meet you there. <laughs> if it works out, I'll put my bike in your trunk. And you take me home. And take me home. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn, I didn't even know that. So, like, I'm, you know, this is... So, since... Okay, so I didn't see you. I, I saw you for, like, a year. And then... You took off and did the whole welding thing, went yeah. to school, did welding. And then, like, dude, I didn't see you again probably till like, 10 years later. So I I'm, like, hanging out married, and my wife at the time was not a fan of any of the couriers and any of my lifestyle. What was her name? I think I remember meeting her. Maybe. Let's just leave that out, okay. and right. we will. But, yes, you <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah, okay, okay. She's still friends with some of the crew. Oh, okay. They're okay. girls. Yeah, okay. On some of the okay. girls' side. Let's okay. just leave it at that. Okay. All right, that's good. Uh, but she was not a fan of, of the whole scene. my past history with the scene yeah. of the couriers and all that stuff. So, but yeah. yes, I uh, was Package Express or Package Depressed. Hold on. Okay, so you said you were I was 92 Package Express. to 97. So the so whole I, time? No, no, no. I only spent three years, or no, two and a half years with Package Express. I was with A&W Couriers. Me, oh, y'all were the jumpsuits. Me, Marty Kessler, and, <sighs> and Dustin Tierney. The three of us. No, we didn't have the jumpsuits. It was after that. Oh, okay. The okay. jumpsuit. They had a new owner come in. Mm-hmm. And I think Marty was the top gun at the time. Yeah. And then I got a job with them, and it was a different realm. We didn't have, we had like blue shirts, and we just said A&W. We all thought it was A&W Root Beer. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> but it was A&W Couriers. 
So, dude, okay. Um, so, A and W. Who was that on that crew? Again? It was me, Marty Kessler, and uh, Dustin Tierney. Oh my God, dude! So that's that's a blast from the past. I mean, yeah, I've worked with Marty at Roadrunner. And yeah. I still see D. You know, yeah. every time I oh, go yeah, I still to see Him and I, we used to we used to meet in the morning times, and him and I would go hit the gym. Uh huh. We do yeah, our we do our ritual, you yeah. know, and get prepped for the day. Yeah, and then we, you know, talk about drinking and going out with the girls and hanging out with the crew and doing our stuff and surfing and you know snowboarding. And, yeah, yeah. You know, anything we could do back then, but dude, was, I did not know this like at all. Yeah. This is all news to me that I didn't know all three. Of y'all. Okay, so yeah. and of course, still hanging out with Chris. So Scammer, what, Kickstand, Spit. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Kickstand. Didn't that dude, didn't he move away? He uh, moved away and I think he came back. Okay. I remember him, dude. Didn't he used to wear like flip-flops and shit? <laughs> to <Again>. work. <laughs> kickstand. The <laughs> only guy that showed up with a bike that had a kickstand and yeah. had flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember of him. He was always wearing something. Didn't he have kind of like reddish hair? Always wore yeah. a ball cap. Yep. He was kind of skinny, had freckles, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. We were all ragged out, you know, thugged out looking street trash, and he's this preppy boy with a kickstand on a bike, flip-flops, and we're like, who in the hell is this guy with a kickstand bike? That's just extra weight you don't need. (laughs) He's even got brakes. Of course, that was when oh, fixies God. were first coming out, and we yeah. were all getting hardcore, going yeah. right back our BMXs, and yeah, I was back then riding a GT. Yeah, it was a mountain bike era, though. It was a when definite mountain bike era because when I came on, it was def- well, there we, were no road bikes. We were really. changing them to all terrain. That's when we were going back and forth like semi slicks on exactly. them on the mountain bikes or slicks on a, on a mountain bike. Take off your front brakes. You put on yeah. slicks. You yeah. get the heavier tires. Yeah. You get the heavier rims. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. You strip all your lights down. You shit you don't need. Yeah. It's going to slow you down, gets in the way. You know, you have a spot for your U-lock and your backup lock. You know? Yeah, dude. I, damn, Dan, you're bringing back some memories. And like, this I is really back, haven't talked about back when, when other we had people. pagers before cell phones came oh, around. Dude, so you had to go inside the office. I remember and, when I was with A&W Couriers, they had just gotten these new CB radios. Uh-huh. They could hook up to our courier bags. Yeah, uh-huh. And it was... Yeah, 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 yeah. Boop, boop. That was the shit. We had those at Roadrunner. Courier 175 checking in <laughs> down at the tower. Yeah, you remember boop, this now, dude. Yeah, my number's <laughs> always... The funny thing is, my number has always been Courier 175. You were able to carry I was able on. to carry that number over. Wow. A lot of people don't. Like, for me, I only work for two companies down there, and I was... Uh, uh, 258 and then no it was 268 with one company and 358 with the next you know I always had that 58 or an 8 at the end you know what I'm saying it was just ironic that it happened that way it's funny that to this day I still see those numbers 175 and I instantly think I'm a courier like I'll get a, a ticket for my luggage bag and it'll say one you know bag number 175 just some odd random hey and that's, and that, just, that's that signal that's that, that signal know, brings it back to you. Yeah. I, 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 I and even on my courier scum, remember mm-hmm. those laminated yeah, yeah, cards yeah, we did yeah, back yeah, in the day? Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. on that one, it has my 175. Whoa, back when we were going yeah, to Power Tools and oh, what was that one? Dude. That, well, okay, so damn, that, that was the Power Tool era, like around 93, 94. And then, yep. of course, Emos. Yep, yep. And, uh, yep. Hey, Marty used to work there at Emo. Yeah. I remember he was a door guy. Catfish. My homeboy Casey O'Hare, he was a kid. Yeah, Mike dude. Marquez. Damn, that's Old right. school dude, people. I, dude, that bar was so fucking tight, dude. Yeah. Like, I, it just, you know, you could chill outside in the front. You go inside, it was kind of small, but the stage was, 
saying? And all the music was like right in front of you. And you would you know always see the couriers. All our bikes were lined up out oh, front. Yeah. We're all chained yeah. to each other. Yeah. And we'd all, you lock up. Yeah. And you know when the courier crew was there. Dude. Because we would go bar to bar. Oh, And then sometimes we even had our radios. Yeah. What bar are you at? Yeah. Exactly. You can still keep them on. And you can still keep them on. And then, again, yeah. this is before we had cell phones. Yeah, before the cell phone it even was, just was like a pad. You yeah. know, like one through nine, you know, and the star and the, you know. Yeah. Damn, Yeah, dude. career life was good for me. I learned a lot down there. I got a lot of good exercise. I met a lot of good friends. And still yeah. to this day. Friend, yeah, friends, we're talking still, like, you know, 30 plus, 30 years ago. 30 yeah. plus years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. I think I've been in Austin for 20 years now. Yeah. I know. The time flies and goes by. Yeah, because I had heard you moved out here, and then, like, you know, and then, like I said, I don't think I saw you until maybe in the mid-2005s yeah, or something. Yeah, I started I coming back in the scene. Yeah. yeah. Towards Chris, the end of my last divorce. Yeah. So, yeah. So but, then, and then that's when I was like, dude, I remember you. You had dreadlocks, yeah, dog. Yeah, like, Sideshow Bob. <laughs> I used to have him in a bun. Everyone used to make fun I of me. I remember, dude. Even when I dyed him red before I shaved my head. But I think I remember, the, I, I can't believe I remember this. Like, this, I was at 1600 Smith, and then uh, you were there, and we were locking up on the pole or something. You're like, man, I'm out of here. Like, I'm starting welding. Like, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of the courier scene. And then that was it. Like, you left after that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. Well, so, you got to think when we're young at that age, it's a how old time were to be you? a courier. I guess like dude, you had to be in your early 20s, 25, 25, 20, mid 20s. Back there, yeah. 25, 26. Because yeah. 21, I was in the military, and it was oh, like 23, yeah. I was out. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was in my early 20s. Then. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was like 21. So yeah, you're a little bit older than me. So, yeah, yeah. I was in my early 20s. Yeah. I'll be I'm 49 this year. Next year I'll be big 5-0. It's crazy. So yeah, it's funny how time flies. Yeah, I think about that, and I'm like, damn, you know. But that's why I do this podcast because, like, I want to I want to hear those stories. You know, yeah. it helps someone remember, like, oh yeah, because it helps me remember yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And think about all the names and all that. When we were there, in you never had years, like that alias, alias though. Well, I was I always had two J's. I was double yeah, J, so just double J, double J, J J. I was smoking, like, so yeah. um, I was hanging out with uh, the the. The twins, Kim and Shelly. Remember we had Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not really twins, but uh, yeah. sisters, more or less. Uh, but we all used to hang out and go under the bridge, smoke out, hang out with everybody. Of course, all the courier life. It was, we were in our, that was the heyday. I think it was in the 90s dude. when we were there. Yeah, like 95 to like right when Enron crashed. Yeah. And then that was it, dude. Like it just, it took us, I don't know, I, I still stay down there till 08, but it just went, woo. Ever since 2000. But I will always remember the stories and always remember the crazy stuff that we did back then. All the good times running the streets. Well, and but just, do you ever forget things? Like if someone brings it up to you, you're like, oh, yeah. Are you pretty good? You got a good memory. I'm, like, I'm you're like, pretty good with my memory. There are a few things that, you know, I might have been drunk that day when I was out, which I shouldn't have been on the bike. But, yeah. you know, again... Um, there's some stuff that's a little cloudy. Yeah. But, you know, that's because of the age and the smoke. But, yeah. you know, so be it. Yeah. You but know, but uh, was it good time? Did you oh, have many a good, good time? Times. There's a lot of stuff. I remember getting a lot of exercise and just yeah. really riding a lot. And that's when I actually started doing the mountain bike racing and was going yeah. with Gag. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Gag. Go out to Smithville. Yeah. We go to Huntsville and go just hit the downhill. Go anywhere we could. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, coming out this way towards Austin. And, and that was also yeah. when what uh, me, Dusty, Carl, 
Carl, Leo, we all went out snowboarding, and it yeah, was a career yeah, crew. And that's yeah. kind of where we're now Dusty and uh, Larry, uh, Hannah. Larry Hannah. They all go out snowboarding now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Gonzalez, they all do that yeah. shit. So I, I still talk to those guys. I, I see them, you know, at least a couple, several times yeah. a year. I'll run into them and yeah, yeah. at Chris one of Chris's events, or I'll throw. Well, I haven't thrown any events since COVID, but right. every time I throw an event, you know, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll see Carl or Larry or yeah, yeah. Dustin. Come and it's out. always good to see those guys, and we it always is, we always dude, remember about is. back in our heyday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good. Oh, you remember those times? But damn. Hey, so yeah. you said you got into a little bit of racing. Is that right? Yeah, like, we did a little downhill racing. Uh, me and the girls started a team called Team 3. Are you talking about with Shelly uh-huh, and Kim? Shelly and Kim. What? Dude, tell me. I don't remember this. So, yeah, we used to go. Um, I don't know of this. We so. used to go out of town and go hit the downhills and just follow the syndicate. And we would just kind of started our own little deal. And just next thing you know, we had a couple other people following with us. And then... For a couple years, we had a nice little crew going and just going to whenever we could. It was on yeah. the weekend. Because they got into racing. They were racing, uh, you know. Well, back then, it was called uh, uh, Beginner, Expert, and Sport. Right. And now, it's it's just all Cat 1, Cat 2, Cat 3. Like They, they took that out and just made it a Cat The funny part is a lot of this stuff is when we used to go racing, we would make fun of all these weekend warriors because that's what they were. We did this for a living. And I remember one time I even was late to a race uh-huh. and lined. I, I wasn't even lined up when the start took off. They were doing the second start. I came in hauling ass behind them and just jumped the line. And they're like, oh, he's, he's missed out on his first race. But I ended up getting, I think, third or fourth what? and started out know. in, like, negative. Damn. You know? And that was one of the That's- times that we were, you know, smoking cigarettes and being able to ride. <laughs> you know? Back when you could do that. But, um, yeah, times have changed somewhat, but, man, you look at old photos of the Tour de France, oh, yeah. and, you know, you see those guys out there, like, fucking I've seen some cigarette. with the football players. They're out there yeah, doing it. They're yeah. smoking cigarettes. What up? But, yeah, I think it's a, it was a trip that, uh, that you remember this. Like I said, I talked to Shelly. Uh, maybe about a year ago. Really? Yeah. And she lives out. Uh, what's that little town right before? Uh, ah, shit. I don't know. She says she owns some. Her and her partner own some property. Okay. And uh, she called me actually to say, "Hey, I want to have an old bike messenger reunion. Start telling everyone, and we could just camp out in the fields." And she goes, "I'm making a little pay, like little trails, like we could just ride in my property. Yeah, 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 easy stuff. So we could barbecue, hang out, and do whatever. But that was right before COVID, and I never got back with her because COVID happened. But of course, McDade." She oh, lives okay. in the day, which ain't okay. too far from no, here, you no. know, at all. So, well, yeah, Shelly, I'm loop. If they end up yeah. doing that, I would definitely yeah. be interested. Oh, well, I'll, yeah, for I'll, sure. You know, I didn't know you weekend. hung out with them like yeah. that. So, uh, but yeah, they were, they were, uh, oh man. Interesting crew back then. They but yeah, we did a lot of racing. We, we, we followed Gag around to a lot of races, and then Pat McGowan used to race back then. Yeah. Orlando. Just, Do you remember Big I remember Orlando? Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we used to do that back in the day too. And that was, again, we were not just weekend warriors. We were all the time riding because we didn't have cars. Those yeah. were our, our automobiles yeah. was our bikes. Yeah. We got from point A to point right. B 
You know, you went grocery shopping. You had it in your bike. You went to go get extra parts for your bike. You had them in your that, bag. That's you right. Know, it I rained. Mean, you had your rain gear. I remember people used to look at me uh, crazy, but like, why are you always riding your bike everywhere? Why don't you buy a car? And, and I had automobiles. You know, I was a big yeah. VW head, so I had like, yeah, numerous old Volkswagens. So I was like, no, man. You know, I just, I just ride it. You know what I'm saying? Ride to work, ride home, towards ride the, to the bar, ride towards and eat, the yeah. end of my courier career. I remember getting, I had a flatbed truck. And oh, it was really? an old flatbed that I used to go and leave downtown, and I would park it way at the other end by with the Pierce. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the day, I'd go pick it up and bring it by 1600 and pick up all the couriers. And we'd all lock, lock our bikes to the back of the tailbed because it was a flatbed. You could just yeah. throw it up there yeah. and you're good. And then we'd go bar hopping and we'd all hang on and be like, Road Warriors and that fucking truck running around. So, uh, but yeah, it wasn't towards the end when I actually started getting another truck. Yeah. But so, how long did you do the welding thing? The like after you uh, left after that, I did it for another I think eight years. Eight years. Yeah, and got out of it after that. What made you get out of that, dude? Because I don't know if you know, I've been actually throwing down. Yeah, we've talked about the welding. Trying yeah. to come over and teach so, a few things. You just I did the welding um, as. Back then, I liked playing with fire, and I liked welding and doing all that stuff. But um, it got to a point where when I was here in Austin, the, the jobs dried up. Oh, and I was only working six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So I got into property management and started running that route. And that's something I could do all year long. Yeah, because that's where I was going from there. Like, what's, what are you doing today? Like, what's going on? Now I'm in sales. Now in sales. I work for a mass distribution company doing sales for multi-family housing and renters and involvement of that. So, Yeah, okay. That's, that's where I was leading to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always like to build the timeline, you know Got what I'm saying? Got like it. Where it was and then... And, and back then, I thought I would do, you know, when you're a bike messenger, you're like, I'm going to be on the bike forever. I'm always going to be riding. I thought I was a villain. <laughs> Became a welder and was like, I'm going to do welding and I'm going to play with fire forever and this is my life. And then I got out of that and started doing property management. I did that for 10 years and was like, this is not for me. I think, it, to be honest, like, I think it's good to chop it up, like, every 10 years or so you know it's like oh yeah you, know, you don't want to stay in the same gig for you got to keep it real life, you got to keep you know? changing up and go with the i times. believe in growing you know what i'm saying you gotta like, grow i'm just not gonna stay in one place for my rest of my life dude like i want to learn something new that's why i picked up welding like yeah. <laughs> two years ago i was like and i've been making shit you know so i get it you know what i'm saying and like i i think i was telling you earlier in a conversation i was about to close down my studio too so like i'm just ready to move on and Try something new, new chapter in your life. Yeah, like do something new. About, Get a little dude. spice in your life. Change it up. Ain't nothing that's wrong with that, dude. you know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, dude. So, damn, dude. You just told me some things like I I never even knew of. You know? yeah. Usually when I talk to someone, like I already know what they're gonna tell me and right. we'll talk about right. conversation, but. You said some things to me earlier. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't. Hey, tell me more. Tell me more. Have you had any chance about. to in a interview Ronnie Scammer? No. Have you dude, had a chance I to track seen, him down? I haven't seen him in, in like six years. What about Gag? Gag, I've ran into him a couple of times. Uh, within the last five years, I think I ran into him. And, you know, he's been flying yeah, planes yeah, now. So I thought like, he was doing helicopters. So is it oh, he might be doing that, too. Yeah. yeah, I know he was flying planes. I saw him at Carl's, I want to say, a couple of years back. But that yeah. was the last time I saw him. So, I mean, I need I want to get him on there. Cause, uh, I thought, no, uh, well, uh, actually, at Carl, 
Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez, hey, Carl Gonzalez. Uh, Carl Locks in. Uh, I've tried to get him on here once, and uh, I know he's like in the father mode. His kid's little right yeah, now. Yeah, he's all about so, the father mode right now. Yeah, but he said he'd come on and spit some words, but uh, well, I, I, I will see him this weekend, and I will lean on him. Oh, really? I yeah, will lean on um, him. Yeah. So, uh, he's definitely a conversationalist at times. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You he start him on something, and he'll be like, oh. But... <laughs> I want to hear more about your trip, though, as far as you and Tim on your... Oh, man. I know that's, that's probably another story. Oh, no, another you, can, you can go. I actually did two podcasts on it. So uh, you go to a podcast, uh, Soul Quest. I did one on there. Okay. Some of and the- then I actually I have... Me and Tim, Tim and I did one. Dude, we were on the mic for two hours. Wow. Two hours, and we talked about that whole trip. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen, if you want yeah, to hear I'm about that, check, trip, it for sure, check it out for sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, but oh shit. Well, JJ, man, I mean, dude, I know. Uh, right now, we're coming to you live from a, a little. What's this place called? It's called the Grand. It used to be called the Eric's, or not the. Oh yeah, so it's called you, Eric's wait, Pool. Tell me the story. Tell me so the yeah, story. when I first started coming back to Austin, or was coming here in the '90s, you some peeps would come up and meet me here. Like at who? Eric's. Like who? Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. I had uh, Woogie. Woogie, uh, I think I remember that name. Dude. I've had Chris came up here one time. I think Carl. Uh, maybe Scrody and Spit came up here oh, one time. Dude, yeah, I haven't seen those guys uh, in a minute. Long time. So, those are some. But yeah, now it's called the Grand, and it's a pool hall that we all used to come to from back in the day. So, but I kind of like the ambiance. And like, this is my first podcast doing where there's some back. No, I take it back. Uh, the second episode I was having major issues with my laptop that I was picking oh I had microphones that oh, I was wow. picking up like a Mexican radio station oh no shit so what's that song I'm listening to a Mexican radio, radio. yeah so okay. like the whole time I'm conversating with Tim actually yeah. I'm conversating with Tim on the mic and you can hear this actually it was Tejano's music and it was Tejano's music in yeah. the back but I had to like adjust you know everything to kind of cut out the Tejano in the back yeah yeah at the same time pick up our voices but you could barely hear it but yeah yeah so now you're just getting it straight up <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no this is a cool spot we like to hang out off and on I shoot pool on Mondays here so it's pretty laid back so another thing we were talking about though too like I didn't you're from Houston yes Ailey from the Ailey I'm from the Ailey remember I was telling you like dude I used to spend a lot of time out there yes yes as well yes so I went to Elsick High School I, uh, I think I graduated in 91 or something like that. Yeah, 91. Maybe okay. the middle 92 before I went in the military. So, yeah. What made you want to go there, dude? Military? Yeah. It was either that or jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was yeah. in trouble back then, so it was like I needed to do something to either put me in the right direction. So you're, you're one of the main causes why A-Leaf is, is where it's at today. Back in you the day, were the yes. I was, I was one of those guys. You were starting those yes, ruckus we back were, there. We were, the go, we were the guys going around smashing mailboxes and doing crazy shit that we shouldn't have been doing. That's Playing mailbox pro- baseball. Exactly, which is now payback to when I get older that some kids smash my mailbox. Yeah. Not that it's happened to me, but my neighbor happened the other day, and they got hair smashed. Oh, so. no way, dude. But yes, I remember those days. Damn. So, from there, military. How long were you there, though, in the Air Force? In the Air Force, I was there a year. 
a year? Oh, so because well, I had I the mean, knee surgery and they messed up. But what what caused it? Caused the, them messing up on the yeah, knee surgery. Yeah, yeah. They put me in a cast from my hip to my toes. But what did for two caused, months? Did you like fall down? Like, I was going jump through, out of plane. I was going through CCT training after boot camp and was going through some specialty training and tore my knee and had a meniscus tear and they had to do basically and they laced you up from foot to yeah so i had like 16 stitches on the inner knee and then three on the top two on the bottom and then they put me in a cast which my stitches actually ended up ripping in the cast and were bleeding for a month oh my god so my knee froze and i could only get 30 percent movement after they cut the cast open and started doing my rehab Finally, they said, we're going to have to break your knee and do it again because we messed up. And I happened to have that in writing. And so that's why they did, we're going to pay you X amount and just get you out honorable discharge. And But you got to keep your knee moving. That's all they said back. So I was like, and that's how the whole messenger. That's where I got into the messenger because I wanted to get a job that I could be on the bike. And that was perfect. And so here I am. Wow. My knee's back to 99.9%. Really? You can do some good lunges and squats and squat I mean, jumps. For a 50 year old, yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that, dude. Right on. <laughs> Cheers to that. So, I guess uh, we're almost at the 30 minute mark. I didn't want to take up most of your time. I said, we could just go for 30 minutes. No, it's all good. Uh, here man. are the two questions I always ask, like towards the end. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a couple minutes to think about it. First question. Um, you know, what is one of the funniest things? Because, you know, we always used to hang out at the tower or something. So what is the most funniest and inane things you saw, like, while you were in downtown? That you were just rolling. Oh, I, that's hard to say because there's thousands of times. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Thousands that's, of times. That's why I, I asked a lot of question. people and just some crazy, like we talked about kickstand earlier. When yeah. that guy pulled yeah. up, we were all laughing. <laughs> you know, what about the time when the strippers would come down there trying to flyer all the businessmen <laughs> that would run for them because they were all freaked out and these girls are handing out flyers. I mean, again. You know, that's well, good. I hadn't heard that. You don't remember that one? Yeah, no, was I don't club remember. It was right behind, right around the corner, I think, from either Emos or, yeah, or no, Power Tools. It was right on the corner from Power Tools. I and there was a strip yes, club there yes, that Ronnie yes, used yes, to yes, go yes, to. Yes, 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 and yes. the girls were out there trying to fly or to drum up business, and they were there at lunchtime trying to catch all the business guys coming out of the building. And these guys were like freaked out of these young girls passing out flyers. Them. Exactly. They knew who they were. Exactly. Okay, so when I started downtown, I think that club had just closed down. What was the name of it? I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of the club. Dude, because I remember it's like, oh, let's go down there for That would lunch, be a good you know? question for your next guy. That, hey, that's the million dollar question. That's the million yeah, dollar question. Like, you who? good scammer, he would probably yeah. tell you. Oh, for sure. Chris Wathen would probably tell you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Wathen's knows. Wathen would know. But, dude, I do remember. That That seems pretty, that's pretty funny. But, right no, as there. far as a hard pinpoint of, like, one specific, no, it's got to be, I remember the whole, like, there's so many thousands of jokes and stuff we used to make fun of people for and, just sit there at 600 It was constantly. Travis. It was constantly. constantly. All day long. Every person that walked by, we would make fun of or <laughs> talk about or, you know, you'd hear about, ooh, the sandwich shop is giving away freebies over here, oh, yeah. you know, or, yeah. hey, um, there's a broke down car or, hey, you'd hear on the radio, there's two topless chicks running in this convertible up on Travis and we'd all, I mean, so there's tons Dang, you just of stories. Numerous things, Numerous dude. stories that we've all gone yeah, through. Yeah, some people just really get down and they, they, they tune in. Yeah, you just named like 10 of them, you know what I'm saying? But I get it. I get it. There's, there's a lot. So many. There's so you know, there many. There was always there's not one. There was always something or someone would roll up and get a new nickname because they did something yeah. silly in front 
front of everybody. Yep, and yep. That's the way it was. <clears throat> Bird Boy. What was Leo's nickname? Did Leo ever have a nickname? I don't think Leo ever had a... That's the only person I could think of that didn't have a nickname. Yeah, I don't think so either, dude. But every now and then I sit and I talk and we talk about stuff like this. Like, dude, you got to come on the podcast because, like, he, Leo's an observer and he worked down there and he, yeah. he's got a lot of stories. He'll start telling me all these stories. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, save it for the podcast. He's like, well, let's we'll do one then. Right, I was right. like, just need to set it up. He's got a real busy schedule. Yeah, him and I had an incident one time where I think it was he hit a cabbie. With his U-lock, and the cabbie was like hitting other cars or something, and it had knocked either me down or someone else down, and it, I mean just crazy stuff. Like that's what I'm saying. You have a scammer. You remember he had a video camera and oh was recording stuff for like a week or two. Just funny shit. Just funny shit. I would like to. I, I mean, I would love to interview that guy because he's. He was the guy that made. He was like the guy making fun of everybody. Oh yeah, you know he came up with all. He came up with everyone's alias. Stitcher. He came yeah. up with Stitcher. I thought that was the funniest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> and I, God rest Stitcher, Richard, yeah. rest, rest in peace, rest my bro. Peace, but you know, yeah. so uh, that was one of them. Yeah, dude, him and Trash. Trash You know, they used to sit there and just throw dildos out while oh, yeah. people walk around and all sorts of crazy pop pops you know like pop just to shit. get a laugh yeah, out of anybody a laugh. people who scare or say oh, do sex noises when women walk by do the fart you know? noises yeah yeah like dude like what's up with these guys <laughs> they were that's in, what we were yeah they were in a league of their own you know what I'm saying but if we all got together then it was just a bigger league of our own it would be cool to get a full on like if you could get and plan this like in a year in advance and say, okay, old school couriers from yeah. 89, 90 to now to right. get all in one. Because I know there's a lot of new breed. There's a lot of new oh, couriers that are out there. Well, now. I mean, and not in Houston. Story. It's a not different in Houston, story now. But it's not like we, you know, we're just be. telling the story of yeah. the past, you know, yeah. how it was in Houston. And I've interviewed other people like in New York. In Chicago, just people I've met, but like I feel like I don't know. I'm, full, I'm just trying to get the, the the Houston peeps down first. Yeah, yeah. And your number, I mean, you're out of 42. I've probably interviewed like five international or out Got of it. state messengers, okay. So, okay. or you know, here in Texas or something. So I'm trying to get a couple of Austin ex messengers on here because I used to come to Austin a lot to do all those alley cats they had. Yeah, them. I remember come that. To Houston. We go to Dallas. Dallas would come to Houston, New Orleans. Like uh-huh. I had this little network thing going on here in the South. But that's another story. Yeah, that is another black gold, right? Yeah, or yeah, black gold, whatever. Well, humidity. It was really based on the humidity. Got it. You know, winter solstice, black gold, all that stuff. So, right on, right on. Right all right, on. here's the last question. Last question. What uh, you got? What is the craziest thing you thought you saw? I mean, come on. Craziest. Like, uh, you did say some, or, uh, okay, so there is, there's a couple. I mean, one was the one bank that robbery. Like, okay, that's the one another one said. was the girl that jumped out of the building of the Rusk building. All right, tell me the bank robbery real quick. Uh, the bank robbery, I think, again, it was me and Leo. We were around the corner, and it was, I can't remember which, it was a Wells Fargo, but these guys come running out of the bank, and the cops <laughs> are already chasing them. No way. And me and Leo look at each other and take off running. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Did they have guns? I mean, they had to. Again, I don't... It was one of those, oh, shit, you see what I'm seeing? 
and we ran, you know? Uh, then the other one was when the girl jumped out of the building. I came up around the corner, and Ronnie was already filming, and the girl had already jumped. What building was it? The Montague. Off of Rusk. Yeah, the Montague. It was the Montague. Yeah. And so by the time the seventh or eighth courier pulled up, everyone was figuring out, we knew who the girl was because she worked for Beeline. Oh, no way. And, of course, on the window ledge was a Mickey 40 ounce. No way, dude. And everyone started making fun of me because, of course, I back then used to do the Mickey 40 ounces in the fridge, uh-huh. and I was the Mickey guy. And so they all started busting my balls oh. thinking it was me and that I was dating the girl. Oh. Nothing to do with her. Nothing. I, not me. That sounds pretty crazy right there, you know? Like, if you're yeah. investigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're putting your own ties together within everybody, all the scenes. So. Yeah, no. That, that was one of them. Um, I've heard that story from a couple guys on the podcast that, you know, yeah. they went in and saw the scene. It was cold outside. Wasn't it was it cold. Day? It was cold that day. I got a, I got a call on the radio. And um, I happened to be next to somebody that was working with Package Express because it was Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, I got a jumper. Got a jumper on Rusk. And uh, we started coming around the corner. And I happened to be right around the corner and jumped over there and saw yeah, it. Yeah, that, that building's gone now. Oh, yeah. Like, it's all some new build. They tore it down. They tore that whole block down, I think. Yeah. Put up a whole new building there. So, yeah, that, that I delivered packages to attorneys that were staying there. I was like... Damn, why is your ass staying yeah. here at the Mon- I was like, I'm going to the Montague to jump. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, that's where you that's went. Sketch, to, bro. You went to go shoot up. Oh, yeah. Or, you, I mean, know, you buy drugs or sell drugs. Sex. Yeah. yeah, buy drugs, sell drugs, have sex there. Yeah. I mean, that was with the Montague. So the girl that actually jumped worked for Beeline. I didn't and know I think this. she was an I, internal. I never, no like she way, was like an dude. office girl or something like oh, that. And really? had issues or something and was dating a driver. But no way, dude. That's all I. You're the first person because a I've lot of people try like, to or, try to bring the noise of Beeline Bobby into that, but he what? was not anywhere near that at that time. Which is another story with Beeline Bob. Yeah, he's not around these yeah. days. So yeah. that's another story. Yeah, another like story. the Houston Press wrote a whole. He yeah, that's was the, a whole like a front cover of the Houston yeah, Press, and again, yeah, they that's did a whole bad publicity for us, Curry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool, uh, man. JD, thanks for sitting down talking Dude, to me. Any last shout outs you want to give out to anybody? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, shout outs to the old school crew, everyone. You know, I would like to hear from. You know, whoever you haven't heard, I'm going to go back and start listening to a bunch of more podcasts. Oh, yeah, dude, dude. Um, yeah. But maybe get Bird Boy one of these days. Yeah, I might get that cocksucker. <laughs> or if you can get, you know, maybe even Spit. Yes, actually, I mean, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, the... I made a list at one time. I did a census in in the like in the late nineties. Yeah, yeah. There was like maybe twenty companies and hundred and fifty bike messengers, and I still oh, yeah. Like, they're still in my network, like all those yeah. guys. Yeah. And like I said, I'm just like back then. There was like yeah, probably probably like ten companies. No, dude, there was. 20. Now I, I could probably only remember three. Uh, oh really? Yeah. yeah now there's course. only like maybe two and only like five guys down right. there. So right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, yeah, man. Always Insane, a pleasure. Dude. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Here. Thank you. And I'll, you know, I'll throw you out. Uh, just need a picture of you right before we're done. You know, uh, I've been forgetting to get that from most of my people I interview. Right on. Right. On. Anyways, uh, thank you everyone for listening to the Humanity Podcast, episode number forty-two. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.